Hey there, Starseeds. Welcome to Beyond the Cosmic Table. We're a group of friends from different cultures, backgrounds, and beliefs. We gather around our table and initiate honest and open conversations on how energy and frequencies influence what we create around us. By expanding awareness, we're able to journey with practical guidance leading to our highest awareness and conscious living. So take a seat and join us at our table. In this episode, Ebby shares the importance of aligning your energy to receive the optimum card reading. Listen in to hear how to prepare to get the guidance for what's in your highest good in your next reading. Hi, everyone. It's Avni here. And today we are talking to Ebby, and she is going to tell us how you can get a good reading. And specifically, we're talking about card readings, but what's the best way to or how do I call this? It's actually called cardomancy, Avani. And what we're going to do today is tell everybody or share with everybody how they can get the optimum reading from whoever their card reader is and what makes for a good reading. And one of the things is to understand that, first of all, cards are merely a tool, just like the pendulum and other modalities that we have. They're merely a tool and that the reason that we're able to receive messages and give explanations and lay out things is because there's an energetic alignment between the card reader and the client. And another word for the client is called the querent. So we have the querent and we have the reader. So this energetic connection is because the reader is aligning with their higher awareness, their higher self, and connecting to the guide or the higher awareness of the querent. There's a lot of range to readers. Literally, you can go to somebody who throws two to three cards, charges you $5. That could be a good reading for you. You know, for whatever it is you're asking, if they can hit it on the mark with those. I've seen some really good readers that have never gone further than three to five cards. That's all they do, but they're really good. And they've developed their psychic awareness and their intuition to such a level that they're getting a lot of the messages through their intuition and their abilities. And then there are those who give a very high level reading and charge a lot more than that $5. And they incorporate cardomancy, uh, the layout of the cards, several layouts. They can incorporate numerology, your astrology. So that's a different level of a reader, but still all in all, it is a reader. Now, what makes a good reader is someone who is able to step away from what you're presenting, especially with COVID right now and being in quarantine. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there who are just doing their clients on Zoom and over the phone. A lot of my clients are over the phone. So I no longer see body language or reactions and things like that. And there are people out there who are not familiar with card reading. So their interpretation of what we do is, oh, they probably went on your social media and looked up stuff, or you overshared and gave them the information. You know, there's, there's a lot of ways, and I'm not denying that there may be people out there who do those things. I personally don't know them. And I do know a lot of readers over the decades 
But here's why a good reader doesn't do those things. If you're coming to me and you're concerned about your job and you don't want to lose your job, everything in your body language is going to show a stressor. So for me to be reading your body language, I'd be picking up on the wrong indicators. I'd be picking up on your stress points. You are paying someone for a reading. So if I'm tapping into my higher awareness, I'm going to be giving you the message coming through the interpretations of the cards that I lay out. My job isn't to tell you what you want to hear. My work comes in when I unfold what's coming before you in order for you to take advantage of the probabilities and the possibilities of those choices. So whether you want to lose your job or not, I'm not supposed to be telling you what you want to hear. Whether you're getting a divorce or not, I'm not supposed to tell you what I want to hear. If you're having an affair with a married man and you come to me and say, is he ever going to leave his wife? More times out of 10, your girlfriends are going to say they never leave their wives, right? They automatically go for that. But what if in the layout, it shows that you're in a relationship that is truly connected, truly in alignment, and the probabilities of his marriage being done and being separated and going through a divorce and being with you is what's coming for you. So again, we got to put our biases to the side, our egos to the side, and strictly stick to the questions and the layout of the cards. Is there a way for somebody to align to those probabilities if that's what they want? Absolutely. If someone, let's say, is, again, wants a better job, one of the best ways to then use the reading is, is my job secure? Well, if the cards show that your job is not secure, a good follow-up would be, How can I best implement my time to move in the best direction for myself? You know, will I get another job right away? Or is this a time for me to return to school or or to, to sign up for more courses so that I can be more marketable in, in the job market? So you always want to ask what that upgrade is, a better question to ask. The same is true, like going back to the beginning when I said, you know, you want to be in alignment, you want to be open to what's being told to you. There's other, there's two other factors. A lot of times people will come to us and completely shut down. So they'll give us nothing, you know, they won't confirm anything. So when you give them something, they're they're so shut off because they feel if I say anything at all, you know, you're going to read my mind, you're going to read what I'm doing. And that's not a good connection, because the whole thing is about our energetic connection. The same is true for those who go to a reader and overshare. I've been with a lot of friends who go to, they'll be at a reading and I'll point out to them, you told the reader more than the reader told you. And that's not the fault of the reader. That really needs to be your own self-awareness. You just kept giving and giving and giving. And now you're like muddying the waters. You know, I, I prefer that my clients just give me a yes or no. And unless I ask for more information, yes or no is all that's needed. So that's called feeding the reader, right? When you're just giving them that information and you're basically saying there should be a balance of feeding the reader 
and blocking the the reader. Yeah, don't block and don't feed at all. Just stay in the center and just be open and just be open to what's coming to you and let your your higher awareness know that you're open to the messages coming through because these are also messages from your guides and this is a way for the reader to be inspired to lay out whatever messages are coming a lot of times a good reader is not just telling you what's in the cards but what they're picking up psychically another another thing is you know, the asking of the the who, what, where, when, and how. You know, you can, a lot of times for relationships, I'll get a question like, I want to know where my boyfriend and I are at right now. A better question would be, is my boyfriend, is my partner and I, are we in alignment? Because if you have to ask the cards where you and your boyfriend are right now, I'm more guided or more reactive to say, How do you not know if you're in such a good place? How do you not know where you're at? Don't you speak? Don't you communicate on where each of you are? So that's one thing. Another thing is, Abby, how would, how would somebody ask a question related to their health? So I'm sure you get that quite a bit as well. Well, okay. So uh, give me an example if you can. Say I'm curious to know if I'm in the best condition or if there's some future concerns that are coming up for me that I need to be aware of. What's the best way that somebody could ask you to get the best possible answer? You know what? I think what you just said was perfect. How how can I? What do I need to do? How can I be in better health? You know, what is blocking me from controlling my high blood pressure? You know, um, my doctor wants me to be put on insulin. You know, what is what are the probabilities that I can that I can take care of this on my own? And then the cards should be able to say, show you exactly through diet or if it's going to be through medication or if it can be reversed. You know, those things can show up. Raising your vibration. Exactly. Being open to optimum health. You know, that's another thing. I've had readings where somebody was concerned about their husband because he was always in chronic health. But then through the reading, we found out that when he's sick, that's when he felt the most loved and the most cared for. And people were giving him more attention, whereas when he's in good health, he kind of was invisible to the family. You know, so that was real interesting to see. Another thing is when people say, for instance, when am I going to, when is this going to happen? When am I going to move? When is Mr. Wright coming? When is my soulmate going to be here? Those are questions that I think don't really serve the querent because now you get so hung up on the when. And if it doesn't come exactly at that day, and time, then there, there's a big letdown and a big disappointment. So rather than when is my soulmate coming, I prefer that they ask or we redirect the question to how will I recognize the next significant relationship that I'm going to be in? Because while you're looking for just your soulmate target, how many significant relationships are you passing by that could really 
put some tools in your toolbox so that when a longer term relationship comes in, you've had some experiences, you know, in that area that will serve you better. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. What else can you think of? The one last question I have that I think is really helpful. There's so much confusion out there. So many readers out there um, that do this type of work. What are some recommendations on what to look for if somebody is looking for a, a highly skilled tarot reader? I would suggest that they look at what is it that you, the, the querent, what is it that you want to look for? Like, what is it that, what kind of personality type resonates with you? You know, look over their websites. There's a lot of things there. And especially on Facebook, you, um, you can get a really good sense or a really good feel of who they are as a person, you know, on their Facebook pages. A lot of them have a lot their recordings on YouTube. So you can get a feel for how they deliver things. If you're more conservative, you may want to find somebody who's conservative. If you're more flamboyant, there's plenty of those out there too, you know, and here's the thing, we need to tell you what we get and not what you want to hear. Another thing that I wanted to touch on is try to be self-aware of your response to things. So like if a reader is telling you something, don't be so quick to say, no, no, not me. That's not me. No, no. Because I myself love when I would do readings in person and people would come with their friends or their partner because the minute the person I was reading for would say, no, no, that's not me. Their partner or girlfriends would say, oh, yes, that is so you. Remember this. Remember that. I love getting readings. And I was going to a wonderful woman and she what is it that she told me that someone at work with the initial J was going to backstab me and was going to give me a really hard time. So that would be my my milestone. I'd be able to I would be able to figure out who the person is. But her name started with a J. I could not figure out who this was. So then I go home and I'm sharing this news with my partner. And she tells me, she goes, Abby, that's your boss's first initial. I never even thought of my boss there because I called my boss by her last name. Didn't even think of her first initial. But here I am thinking, nope, I don't know anybody with that initial. And sure enough, that did come true. Right in front of your eyes. Yep. So remember the key things. You want to be in alignment and you want to be open energetically and you want to not overshare. And, and don't be afraid to ask the reader, you know, is how do you want me to confirm some things? A yes or a no, you know, they'll tell you if they need a little more information. And also remember your who, what, where, whens, and how. Think of how you can say it better and, and get the best of your out of your questions instead of the typical, you know, will my husband be home when I get home or you know, uh, no kidding. I've actually had one where it was my boyfriend is getting out of prison in a couple of months. I just want to know if he's still going to love me. The guy was in prison for like three or four years. And to me, uh, I told her, I think the better question should be not if he's still going to love you, but what has kept you hanging on? 
You know, if women or partners in general, I shouldn't say just women, but if you're asking a lot of questions about your partner or feeling like, why is my partner afraid to make a commitment? Why is my partner afraid of getting close? Start asking yourself more of the question about yourself. This is your reading. Why am I attracted to someone like this? Because it's really not about your partner having the issues. It's about really, you're the one that's not happy in this situation. That's really true. Uh-huh. And a lot, of, a lot of readers will not go heavy, getting back to your health question, um, go into health issues. A lot of them will, but some of them won't. And a lot of the reason is because, for instance, if we see cancer or we see something like that, we're putting the reader in a position of freaking out a lot of times. So we have to be mindful of the delivery. So often it'll be, you know, and it'll come up where we'll throw cards and it'll come up that you need to go see a specialist or a doctor get checked out. Sometimes they just went to the doctor and we emphasize you may want to just swing back around and let the doctor deliver that kind of news, you know. So do the cards actually get that granular to where you see cancer? Oh, yeah. We can see cancer, kidneys, because each card has a symbol of a number, a planet. It represents part of the body. So there's a lot of things, especially in tarot. Until there's a lot of details in each card. Definitely. We can see death. We can see all those things. We may not tell you that part for obvious reasons, but think about it. If somebody is struggling with where, where is their soulmate, how can they handle anything else if they're still working through the here and now? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, Abby, I can't wait to have a reading with you, although it sounds like I'm a little bit nervous now. Um, (laughs) No, I like to say it how it is. (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, And thank you so much for your insights and your tips and sharing your knowledge with us. And we are signing off. Signing off. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you, ladies. This information is so helpful. My first card reading was with Ebby a few years back, and I learned then the best way to ask the questions when I was looking for guidance. And yes, she tells it like it is, which is very much appreciated. I've had several readings over the last three years, and I have to share that recently, I listened to a reading I recorded with her back in December of 2018, and I couldn't believe how much she shared then that is showing up in my life still today. Abby is the best at what she does. And guess what? She's offering 21% off to all that apply coupon code PODCAST21 for all first-time services. She offers one-hour private readings and life reviews that also involve astrology and numerology. For more information, visit crowreadings.com. Thanks for clicking play this week. We will be back next week with a fun conversation about law of attraction, manifestation, and how to quantum jump to your optimum timeline.